Hello, I just wanted to take a moment and say that Skull's Tale Entertainment is back for the rest of the year. We will take a brief break on December 27th, but besides that, we will be releasing every Sunday for the rest of 2020. It has been kind of crazy with COVID-19 and coronavirus and dealing with some of the things that are going on within the world right now, but we are back on schedule and we will be back for 2021. Additionally, with this particular recording, and part of the reason why I held on to it so long, is that there was a little bit of a popping sound within my microphone specifically. And while we were able to reduce it quite a bit in the latter half of the episode, for the first two minutes maybe, three minutes, every time I started a phrase, there would be a sound. Um, a little more obnoxious than hopefully this one's going to turn out to be. But now, on with the show. I don't quite understand. Our heroes are following a myth, a folklore. There can't be any truth to this. Children of the forest? Why, these are just stories that you tell your kids as they are growing up. Do we believe in the big bad wolf and little red riding hood? Do we believe in the three bears? Did Humpty Dumpty really fall off that wall? No, they are stories. Yet our party is trying to look for stock in these things. They are trying to find if there is any truth in a mystery. Well, it doesn't help to look, I guess. Maybe they will find something interesting. Maybe they will find a source of magic that belongs to this new world that they didn't see before. Or maybe it's just a waste of time. My name is Christopher Rondo. I am the owner of Skull's Tale Entertainment and your game master for this game. And this is Wyvern's Aria. Hello, my name is Alex Bissonnet, and I'm playing Arnar Jerinamonis, level 4 Dragonborn fighter with a samurai subclass. My name is Tyler, and I play Casey, the level 4 human fighter. Casey is blonde and a little unshaven. He wears a brown leather jacket and is always seen with its trusty revolver. Hello, I am Sean Last, and I play Rythan Dusk, who is a level 3 tiefling conjuration wizard and a level 1 fiend warlock. Hello, I'm Kidra from Texas, and I play Vivette Moors. The level four celestial warlock. Arnar and Tadar can see Wright and talking to an older lady not too far off. It seems like that conversation is wrapping up. You see this older lady hobble to her feet and is walking further south to the other shacks, perhaps uh, back home. What would you guys like to do? Walk over to Arnar. Uh, I'm Arnar. <laughs> <laughs> Arnar walks in circles. Um, walk over to uh, Rythan. So, Rythan, Tadar, Tadar, Rythan. Uh, he's offered to be our local guide. Tadar, was it? Yep. Did my friend here explain what we're doing? Going to look for the children of the forest. And do you know where a spot would be? I know the general location, yeah. Works for me. Well, need anything before we set off? Are we ready to go now? Anything else? 
No, I believe I have everything I need. I should go grab my pack, but I'm ready to go. Okay, Arnar and Rising, can you roll perception for me? 14 plus 317. I have 20. Okay, so as you look around, something strikes you as, as a little interesting. You see this woman walking by and she has two bracelets uh one bracelet on one hand is made from a ruby and it's hard to tell if it's solid ruby or perhaps just the surface of it has ruby on it or maybe it's even painted on the other hand is jade and this is very significant to arnar who knows a little bit about dragons and especially since uh checking out scales as a sapphire dragon probably heard stories of the ruby and jade dragon the people who have supposedly created the other gym dragons and the gym dragonborns like scales and the topaz dragons and and all those people and she's just walking by mm-hmm she looks human excuse me excuse me a moment excuse me ma'am oh yes yes what who are you well my name is arnar this is Rythan. Uh, I was wondering these uh bands you have here what are they for oh yeah these Yes. Oh, well, you see, I'm from the old place, the the old country, and I actually worship both Jade and Ruby, and these are talismans to both of them. Where are you from, exactly? Salorn, man. Oh. Same place you're from, right? In all fairness, I expected. I, what, what brings you here? Oh, well, okay, I don't talk about that much. Fair enough. And, but- don't, No need to go on any further. Okay, let's just say there was a mistake at the docks. <laughs> just a little bit of a misunderstanding, and um, I ended up here, carrying these bags of salad. Hmm? Bags of salad? She just holds up a bag of salad. I'm, I'm good, thank you. All right. Why don't you tell me how she looks? What is the character's name? Valandria. Valandria. Her name is Valandria Zathras. She is a six foot four human female with golden eyes, and she has really tan skin, red and white mohawk that kind of flops over a little bit, covering one of her eyes. And she's wearing monk vestiges with black tattoos up her um, shoulders and onto her throat. Tattoos? Yes. Uh, any particular, like, do they represent anything? Yeah, they represent the temple that she used to work at, and it has all of the pictures pictographs of like the jade serpent doing something and then the ruby serpent on the other side but it's all in black and white Mm -hmm. but it's pictures that she took from when she was raised around the monastery i'll take a religion check from arnar and rythan damn i wrote good recently uh 16 plus nothing 16 10 Okay, so you know a little bit about Ruby and Jade, these creatures made, and they have a sort of yin-yang perspective. There's some balance to them. Ruby can literally breathe lava and is a representation of destruction, while Jade exhales this healing mist, and they often work in tandem to supposedly keep the world in balance, keep good and evil in balance. You can't have too much of one, or the world kind of balance itself out. Uh, there has to be a degree of destruction there has to be a degree of healing and resurrection just to keep everything set and you can see these imageries of these dragons almost dancing around her body these tattoos representing that in a way that no one dragon would take too much of the scene and it's 
perhaps some of the people from your fleet has similar tattoos, designs of them, or maybe you've seen them in some religious texts on one of the boats or something like that. So it, it definitely strikes you as dragon theology. It, it, it fits. Hmm. Well, she's a... So she's she looks like a uh, physically capable person, right? Instagram does, like, so... Yeah, she's wearing like a crop top and monk vestments on her legs. And so you can see she's pretty built. Gotcha. She's got a bow on her back oh. and a couple of what looks like uh, daggers and throwing stars at her hips. Well, I apologize. What was the name again? Uh, my name is Velandria. Velandria. You can call me Vel for short. Vel, I'll... A lot of people do. Vel's a little easier. Uh, I couldn't help but notice the the bow and the other various arms. You looking to do something other than deliver salad? Oh, man, yeah. Oh, after the week or two, three that I've had here? Are you kidding? Yeah, I'd love to get out of this place just for a little bit. Quit carrying all this salad. <laughs> what, a, what a weird little <laughs> thread we've established <laughs> with the salads. Um... <clears throat> Well, my companion here and I, as well as a local, we were about to head off into the looking for the children of the forest. You're... I have no idea what that means. They might know something about magic and its various sources, and that may help us understand what is happening. Oh, like like scrolls and people that do spells and stuff like that? Arnar just uh, tugs on the strap for his uh, the great sword slung over his shoulder, so the great sword uh, jiggles about. He's like, "I don't particularly know. Right. We just need to find out, see what they know. Right. Maybe. Yeah. No, that would make sense. And she kind of just like smacks at the sword hilt. Hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're uh, if you're looking to come along, we're about to head out. Yeah, I've got to find somewhere to put all this salad though. Hold on, real quick. Uh, yeah, this should be fine. And she just, like, piles it up on the side of one of the roads. And she just kind of, like, does one of those loud whistles. And just, it just points at somebody to come and get it. And she just runs back over. Yeah, okay, man, I've got all the time now. Wherever you guys are going, I am there. I don't know what is going on, but this is going to be way more fun. I haven't had fun like this since the docks, I promise. Okay. Are we ready to go? Are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go. And she just smacks him on the butt and runs off. Look at Rifid. I appreciate uh, the attitude. That that is, I appreciate that. Very helpful. <laughs> A little bit too friendly already. Uh, humans are weird. Mm. Well, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Let me get out of my pack and I'll meet you out by the gate. Awesome. So we had a butt smack, and your first mm -hmm. words were, "I appreciate it." That. <laughs> I was going to say a joke about him being on a ship a lot, but I didn't think it would be appropriate, so I kind of didn't. But. <laughs> uh, interesting. Um, yeah, so, Tadar, you are acting as the guide here. Tadar is well aware of a path to get there and some of the things they may encounter on the way. So the party is able to collect their things, collect about four or five days worth of rations filled with dried jerky and bag salads and purple potatoes. And you guys are set to leave whenever you want to. Anything you want to do or talk about or anything like that before you head out? I would like to see if Nathan is within eyeshot of uh, us leaving. Perception. Ten? Nope. Hmm. 
if you wanted to find him and like actively look for him, no. I'll give that to you. But no, as I'm far not. as okay. it was just more of a glance, a passive glance as I was leaving. No, I'm good. I don't see him. Okay. Yeah. The party can meet up. How long are you guys waiting? How long are you guys looking to wait? Wait for what? To leave. Oh, as soon as everyone's ready to go. We'll leave now. Okay. The party can reconvene at the edge of this swamp. Yeah. Just tell people we're off. Well, I guess people, I just at this point, I'd probably just be Lydia. Tell her I'm good. Because I, I don't know. I don't know why I would tell Damien where we're going. Here it is. He already knows. He already knows, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Chris. Yep, that's me. Yep. So you said we could take a van there. I don't know where to get a van. <laughs> Yeah, you can take a van there. What? There are vans that uh, the community owns. You can take one of those. Oh, okay. We'll do that then. Uh, unless you're looking to take one of Damien's vans, and that's a whole set of scenes. No, we're just gonna... Nah. Okay. I imagine it's like a Dodge Caravan, a white van that's very, very dirty, because why would you ever get a white van? <laughs> and uh, especially traveling the swamp, and seems to have a full tank of gas, very bad uh, miles per gallon, and yeah, you see this, you guys can see this contraption from the distance, just park slightly off-road away from sites within some foliage, but quite easy to get back on the road if that is your goal. Oh man, is that a van? Oh, I hate these things. I've seen these things around. I've seen people in them, but I've never been in one. They're bumpy. This is so cool. And uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I roll up driving the van, slowly roll down the window. You guys ready? Yeah. <sighs> if we have to. Do you want to walk? No, I'm getting in. Just my van. Why wouldn't you want to get into the van? Do you see these wings? Get in the van. <laughs> Can you fly with those? No. And she kind of smacks the wings around a little bit. It flutters. Get in the van. <sighs> Fine. She holds open the door and then like right as he goes to grab it, she shuts it and then opens it again and then shuts it and then opens it again. And then I and lock it. Down. Just I, I grabs the door next time it's open. Stop. If only I knew fireball. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. It's been a long time since I've had fun, guys. Just w- w- whatever. All right. To the dangerous forest. And the four of you get into the car and you begin to drive off into down this highway heading west to where the mythos of the children of the forest and whatever that could mean and if it's connected to the fae or if there is any truth to this. And we'll fade to black here. party is in a black van leaving Seathasai's clan slash town and heading down the highway to go to where this forest is to look for this mythical children of the forest. As we begin to drive down this road we can see in the distance this fence, chain wire fence blocking your path and knowing that access to the forest itself is forbidden or illegal what is your approach you can see these tall trees into the distance but your first obstacle is access will you guys be trespassers is there a road beyond this fence there is not okay so we need a a band of the van regardless correct Tadar is aware that there is probably an entrance for people who have access to it or permission to go into there, and there's probably a road heading in, but it is has a guardhouse, so you have to figure out what is the best route for you. Is there a lock on the fence, or is it just a straight fence? It's a straight fence. Oh, so no, no, like 
gate on it. There's probably a gate, but not from your vision. It's just a simple chain wire fence, not not anything to... Gotcha. So we've come up to a part where people aren't supposed to come up to. Correct. No gates, no signage or anything? Nothing like that. Is there anything at the top of the fence? No. Well, I think possibly I could climb it. So, Tadar, is this our entrance? Uh, well, there's a bunch of guards, so my suggestion is we hide the van and then go around and get in the fence. Because if we get seen here, they're going to call the cops and it's going to become a whole thing. Who owns this land? The city. Do you know why this area is fenced off? Do I? Yeah. It is mostly fenced off so the government can use its resources. They will hire out lumber mills from the city to cut down the trees and do excavations within there, but it is not there for the public to use. It's government property. Well, there you go. <laughs> hmm. So no uh, roving patrols trying to guard a secret warehouse or a weapons depot? No, shouldn't be anything like that. Just a bunch of lumberjacks, worst case scenario? I don't know. Maybe they have an Area 51 in there. I don't know. Mm. What about the first 50 areas? Uh, those are top secret. Gotcha. Well, I guess there's nothing to do but climb over. Are we gonna hide the van first? Ah, uh, yes. Is there a place where I can, like, pull the van off the road and, like, go in between some trees for a little bit until you can't see it from the road anymore? So you are in swamp area. You can probably get to a place where you can put it some behind some foliage. And it's not going to stop people who are looking out in the area, but it will be you'll be able to block view from the road. I mean, that's fine. Arnor snaps a bunch of branches off trees and starts just throwing it haphazardly onto the van. I'm sure it's a perfect camouflage job. I help. <laughs> so, shall we? All right. Should I go up first so I can try and help people? How tall is this fence? Eight feet tall? Somewhere in that range? It's chain link fence or solid? Chain link. Okay. I don't see it being too much of an issue. Maybe our local guide. Tell you what, I'll do this. And then Arnak goes to the bottom of the fence and just does the, you know, cup the hands, you know, to, for a step up type deal. Well, if you insist. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> Well, you're not going to just fly over? Put those wings to use? <laughs> I am going to be going up the chain, or the fence, with the R&R's help. I'm going to step on his face as I climb up. Alright, you can get over the fence. Okay. Alright, um, I'm going to try and go next. And I'm going to try and, like, parkour up the fence, and then do, like, a flip over it. Nice, so we want to give you style points for sure. <laughs> Do you uh, performance or acrobatics? Whatever, whatever you would like. Oh my god, it's a natural one. Yes! <laughs> yes! Ooh, face, plant, face, plant, face, plant. Right on the barbed wire. <laughs> so you begin to place your hand up onto the chain link fence to try to pull yourself up. And as you begin to get over the other side, Rythan begins to stretch out his wings a little bit, and you try to dodge out of the way to tr to avoid it, but your foot actually gets stop stuck on the top part of the chain link fence, and you right down onto the ground. Ugh. But we, we can blame Rythan. Your wings got in my way! And she just starts kind of smacking his wings around. What'd you do that for? <laughs> my leg. I was tired. I slept in the van. Ugh. And she's kind of like just hobbling a little bit, trying to get weight back on her foot. You good over there? I think I'm fine. I think I'm fine. 
think I've ripped my pants. The first casualty. I'm fine. All right, Tadar. Tadar just gets into like a deep squat and then jumps straight up into the air over the fence and just lands on the other side. Hmm. Well, very what? impressive with all of you. <laughs> then I'm just going to climb like a regular person, I guess. <laughs> Here I am trying to help. You know, circus performer and I don't even know what to call it. That was impressive. Yeah, well, I got more than just my looks from St. Clair. Yeah, yeah, St. Clair. I wanted to say McCree and I'm like, that's not right. St. Clair gave me more than just my looks. Let's just say that. Any chance you can get the that, uh, how do they call it over here? Those sweet ups without having to change your whole everything? He says, well, you know, <laughs> pointing at him, Tadar. I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> I guess they're not. You can't have one without the other. No, this is mm. how I am now. I'm sorry? Is this a- no, it's fine. You trying to change back? I mean, if I could, yeah, but I wouldn't even know where to begin with that. Interesting. We're getting we're getting sidetracked. Show us the way. I mean, I just know how to get you guys here. I don't actually like what? know what's in here. I was under the assumption you knew where the the clearing was. Hmm. Well. Okay. Let Let's uh, <laughs> take a moment for a second. You guys are looking for a myth, uh, a legend, not anything factual so you you may have given him a description of something that you heard from the old lady in the child story but that doesn't mean he knows where it is his job was to just kind of help you navigate through the forest not necessarily to find a myth or a story no just a spot i mean the loch ness is a myth but it still has a spot okay well let's go well just walking in the woods randomly isn't going to help us it'll help my leg a little Oh, <laughs> well, then run laps around us while we think. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I wasn't being serious. How, how fast is your character now? My character? Yeah. 40. 40 feet? Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask a question. Anyone here magical or have magical items on them? No, I have my sword. It's magical? I thought it was just a sword. Have I not showed? And I draw it. It's been a addition to it. Interesting. It, you can see the, you know, scale. The blue kind of vein features going through it. Sheath it back. And I guess I, my natural breath ability, I guess is magic, but I don't know any magic. I'm not. You already know this. Okay, I got it. More for the other two. I don't have anything magical on me. Okay. Well, give me a moment. I have to prepare a ritual. So hopefully this will give us some clue of where to start. Mm-hmm. So Rythan's going to pull out his spell book, open it up to a page, and his senses are going to go gray, and he's just going to start trying to sense if there's any magic within the area. What are you saying? Uh, detect magic. It's a ritual. Uh, that is within 30 feet, correct? Yeah. So the party's magical uh, to an extent. Um, you do see that the sword on the back of... Arnar is magical. You can see that the bracers that Belandria is wearing has magic to them. Even bits and pieces of Tadar's body seems to actually be triggering a little bit of your detect magic. However, you do not sense anything from the forest. Maybe we go further in. Tadar, do you know where there's mushrooms that grow around here? I mean, it's a forest. There's 
mushrooms everywhere. You talk about like the fairy tale mushrooms? Sure, or just mushrooms in general. I mean, I could find you some mushrooms, but I don't know if we'll find those mushrooms. I know a guy. I can get you some mushrooms. We can go look. <laughs> Let's go look. Cause standing around here ain't gonna help us any. <laughs> you say that he spent ten minutes standing around there as Palangia is running laps. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So you begin to head further into the forest. You travel for about 20 minutes or so. The area gets thicker. Uh, there are some areas where there are trees knocked over and we get the sense of animal life wandering around. You can hear the birds chirping. Perhaps you can see a squirrel or other sort of woodland creature passing by. But you come across a rabbit. This rabbit is grayish uh, with some white accents on on its body and something about it so it turns to look at you for a second making eye contact with the approaching creatures and its eyes seem to be a solid black color and then it goes off and runs in the distance hate that now is that normal this is the first time seeing a rabbit over here that's not normal where we're from is that normal here Uh, or are we on the right trail that is that's a messed up stuff it didn't answer his question that's not normal that did answer my question. Thank you. Um, I think we should follow it. Should we follow it or go where it came from? Hmm. Can I make like a scavenging check to look for mushrooms? Yeah, if you want like survival or, or nature, I'll take either or. Yeah, survival. Survival. 18. Yeah, I mean, you do know of some areas that grow mushrooms and you can find them fairly easily from this point. None of the no weird mushrooms, though. Not really, nothing that you can't identify yourself. Okay, I just kind of like hold them in my hands and give them to Rife and like, here, I've got, I don't know if these are them, I don't know. I'll take one from his hand and just eat it. It's a mushroom, tastes like dirt. Tastes good, not the one we're looking for. I mean, you? I can chase it. Do you want to chase that rabbit? I could try. Go for it. Okay. I chase the rabbit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you chase it for a, a good couple minutes. It does have a little bit of a head start on you. And you run into this area. There are a lot of fallen trees. And there are a lot of trees that have fallen down. There are several still standing. And this rabbit goes and he stops right next to some water. And this water is kind of weird. It looks kind of yellowish, and it continues to drink from this water. And as you get close to it, it's going to bound off again. You can try to catch it at this point. Yeah, I'll try and catch it. Yeah, all right, you catch it. It's a rabbit. Okay. And I just hold it under my arm and then kind of... And I look at the water. Yeah. And I do some sort of, like, check on the water to see why it's yellow. As you go over and look at this water holding this rabbit, you can see the water begin to move unnaturally. As we can see this, almost like this jelly, begin to erupt from it and come out. It's actually going to try to grab you. I think we are in initiative. It didn't go after the rabbit. Fight the rabbit. Are we fighting a gelatin? Now I'm going to have to hold on to this rabbit for the entirety of combat. Yes. <laughs> we need that rabbit. <laughs> So uh, coming from the the visual map here, we'll have you guys come from the bottom side. But there are other uh, things that are going to appear 
as uh, combat comes along so I'll, I'll describe that in the narrative but uh, we'll say that you guys are roughly 50 or so feet from um Belandria. roll initiative roll initiative how about that is that good roll initiative i like it roll initiative goofy i have a voice mod for it i knew it i knew it i told you guys the last two sessions I got three natural 20s when it didn't matter, and I just got a nat one for my initiative. <laughs> wow. So that gives me a big old three. All right. Great. Anyone roll above a 20? All right. Nope. 15 to 20. I got a 16. 10 to 15? Rything got a 12. 5 to 10? I got a 7. What's your dex? Three. One. And Arnar has a bad roll. Big old three. Nice. <laughs> I like it. We see that this creature rises up and this creature actually lunges towards uh, Valangia, aiming for the rabbit specifically. No. We can we can look in the distance and we can see other puddles beginning to move and formulate into these weird goo monstrosities. However, as the rest of the party begins to approach, we look out into the distance and we see another ooze-type creature, but it looks almost humanoid-like. And this will take us to Belandria, your first act. Not my rabbit! And then I just punch it in the face. If it has a face. It's a it's a news, but <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. It's only a 10. A 10 will hit. Okay. That's four, that's eight damage. Okay. And as my bonus action, I'm going to take patient defense. Uh, you are level five, so you should have two attacks. Oh, I do. Okay. Then I'm going to hit him again. That's 17 plus seven. That'll hit. That is nine damage. Nice. Okay, so you go and give him the old one, two, and protecting this rabbit, you get into this defensive stance. Would you like to move at all? Um, no, I'm going to stay there. I'm just going to hide the rabbit's face and say, don't look. Don't, don't look. <laughs> Now we see this giant cube in the distance. It's going to slowly maneuver through the forest, taking a dax dash action to uh, get closer to Valandria, going over some branches and fallen trees. Rice in your next act. Okay. Noticing that our new friend is getting surrounded, Rice is going to sprint towards a fallen tree log and dash behind it, peek up a little bit, pull out his laser pistol. So I'll take aim at the one that just advanced towards Val and shoot. Ten. Ten will hit. Woohoo! With the laser pistol. Nine. Nice. So you line up the shots as the silent lights kind of I guess lasers technically don't have a, a visual element to it. It's not like the the, uh, the movies. But you fire it, nothing appears, but you can see this slight burn incision appear onto this cube. And then I'll take a look at him like, this thing is cool. Uh, and that will be my turn. Is a, does, so the, the laser pistol doesn't make a visual thing, like you said. Mm-hmm. Does it make a noise? Uh, clicking on the trigger. I don't think lasers make noises either. It's just a, a silent. I mean, it, it does whatever you want it to do. <laughs> I think the only sound comes from the gun powering up. Okay. But not the actual uh, ammunition firing or lack of ammunition. So it's pr- near silent. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, right? 
Yeah. Perfect assassin weapon. Yeah, that's my turn. Okay, this humanoid creature begins to, to move almost like a snake, just rolling on its stomach, moves over this log, and is going to dash to Rython. This one moves at an insanely fast speed. Oh, well, that sucks. Arnar, help. <laughs> Ooh, is this is the one with the face? Yes, the one with the face. Is it just like a face and ooze, or is it like a full-blown like person shape? It, it's like a face, and you can see that it has arms and legs as well, but it, it's hard to tell, like, fingers, and, like, there doesn't appear to be an elbow. The arm doesn't really bend at all, but y- you can kind of see the, the features of a person. It looks weird, and it moves too fast. No bueno. We're going to have one jelly uh, move over to Belandria, the one who originally initiated against her. 23. Yep, it hits. Don't you have a something like that oh, yeah, defense yeah. thing? Patient defense. Um, patient defense, so it's, yeah, disadvantage. How's the net one for you? Nice. Uh-huh. So... Uh, it comes towards you. It looks like it's about to completely jump on top of you and swarm you with whatever this yellow goo is. You're able to just kind of step backwards out of the way. This other jelly is going to go at this point and it's going to head towards Belandria, taking the dash action. It's very slow, though. Tadar. Tadar's going to run over to one of the nearby tree stumps and shoot the larger ooze. That one the big one? That, that one is bigger than the rest of them. That's also the one that writhed in shots. Would you like to take a shot at that one? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, no, that's a... I think that's a nine. That's an eight. Eight what? Um, oh, okay. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> Six damage. Six damage? So you use a bow, correct? Yes. So Tadar uh, begins to move forward, trying to get an advantageous position, puts his back against a tree and pulls out an arrow and fires it towards the cube and this cube and takes this arrow right in within its jelly and it just kind of floats there for a second. Do you have a bonus action? Can I try to hide behind the stump or am I not in a good enough spot? I think you are. Uh, 25. Yeah, you seem pretty hidden. Cool. I'll stay there. Arner. Cool, 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 cool. Um, all right, now, will I be able to hit the weird person jelly, the cube, and the peanut butter monster, uh, <laughs> or jelly monster with a breath attack without hitting my two pals that are next to them? Oh, f- uh, excel in a 5 by 30 foot line. Oh, never mind. Not enough space anyway. Oh, forget it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you move closer, you can probably get a breath attack off. And it's not worth it unless I can hit all of them. But not. More, Yeah. While I'm running up, I'm going to run up next to Rython. It's weird goo man. Uh, and while I'm running, I'm going to yell out, Val, get back over here. And then I'm going to take two attacks. Yeah, and then the uh, first uh, bonus action, fighting spirit. Give myself some temp HP. Yeah, and, and advantage. All right, cool. <laughs> here we go. Uh, 16 plus whatever, but plus seven. It's over 20. Got it. That's regular dice. Uh, a four, and that's not a nine, because it's a d6. Uh, <laughs> uh, ten plus four, fourteen. Fourteen damage. Cool, cool, cool. And then, I am fifth level, so my extra attack. Alright! Here we go. Wait, is my... So I still have advantage. Ooh, that definitely hits, with a nineteen plus my stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... Here we go. Three plus two, wait, seven plus... 
plus four, uh, 11. Nice, this target is bloodied. Go ahead and describe that for me, please. So yeah, uh, Arnar runs up to Rythan after seeing uh, his uh, little panic when the thing came after him. He's yelling to Val to group back up, and uh, he runs up, and I would guess, hmm, first attack, yeah, he probably runs up with a big, like, uppercut swing, swinging through it. When his sword is at the its height, he switches hands over and then brings his hand down for a downwards cut. Nice. I think he has some more movement left if you want to take it. I guess I'll move... Hmm, hmm. I'll move around them in a way so I am between the rest of them and Rythan, because he's a squishy little wizard boy. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, and that will be it for me. Great. I'm calling you Val now. Val, you're up. All right, I'm going to take two hits on the guy in front of me. Sounds good. 12. 12 hits. And 11. 11 hits. Okay. 19 points of damage. Okay. Dang. And I'm going to do spin a key point and do step of the wind, and I'm going to move 40 feet. Are you disengaging or are you dashing? I am disengaging. Perfect. And moving back towards the tree with the rabbit. Go ahead and describe that. So I punch him once in the goo. Now punch him again <laughs> in the goo with the same fist. And then I go, oh, can't see me. And I hold the rabbit and I run backwards. And then I just turn and I vault over the tree. And then I run and I get next to the other tree and I hide. And I put the rabbit down for just a second and say, stay here. Be safe, little rabbit. I'm pretty sure it jumps away, but... Well, I'm still holding its back legs. I'm not like... <laughs> oh, God. I'm not like putting it all the way down. <laughs> okay. I'm like giving it something to eat. <laughs> this poor rabbit. I owned rabbits once. This cube is going to goo down to Arnar. Oh. And this one is slightly bigger than the other one. It's actually more square-shaped than these, these other jelly-type monsters. And it is going to action. Move up to its speed, and it's going to enter Arnar's space. I don't like that. I'm going to attack your, your deck save. 23. Yeah, you know, you know that makes it. <laughs> the cube enters your space, and you'll take some damage. It will take 10 acid damage. Ooh, boy. And you can't breathe and are restrained. I don't, I don't like any of this. He's in the goo. I can just see him floating around in the cube. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Does it taste like jello? Can I eat my way out of it? Would you like to eat your way out of it? Probably not, because I take poison damage. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you run and or it runs into you. You take acid damage, and your first thought is, can I eat my way through <laughs> You can potentially spend an action to make a strength check to escape. Gotcha. This takes us to Rythan. Well, he's not in my way anymore since he just got eaten by a cube. Hmm. It's a spirit. <laughs> I kind of want to use my new spells. Use the new spells. I'm going to. Since Arnar uh, is now safely out of friendly fire away. Yes, safe. Safely. <laughs> safe in the cube. <laughs> All right. So our uh, Rythan's imp skull is going to dive into the ground, and then a fissure is going to form in a straight line 30 feet f by 5 feet, straight across these two goo monsters, and green flames are going to come out of it. Ah, uh, forest fire, my favorite. Yep. Yikes. I, I need to attack their dex save. Correct. Okay. 
18. This humanoid looking ooze in front of you is going to be able to get out of the way. However, the large cube that is engulfing Arnar is affected fully. Hey, uh, hey, um, am I good? Yeah, you you can be out of the way. Okay, so I still scored. I still burn the other one. Okay, take half the damage. Awesome, but now when I get out, I'm on fire. No, it's instantaneous. It's not a. Con- okay, okay. <laughs> Twenty points of fire damage. Nice. That will be my turn. So you created this this fissure there, and you are also near this this knockdown tree. You said you were taking cover behind. Yes. Behind one. And you send this fire forward, uh, the imp goes down to the ground, this fissure appears. This creature in front of you with this human, human-like human face seems to just be extra affected by these, this fire damage. And he begins to burn, burn very, very, very fast. And most of his body begins to dissipate within the fire. He begins to crawl away as his, uh, his action. The cube, though, uh, will take the full damage and it's still in okay shape. I don't like that. I don't want the cube to be okay. So the tracker it will, will move out of the way on his turn. Would you like to attack of opportunity? I would like to try and hit him with my whip. Okay. Can I attack of opportunity? I guess so. Uh, you can make the attack of opportunity at disadvantage because you're restrained. Sick. He's in a cube. Well, I don't hit anything, so it's okay. I hit seven. Seven misses. Hey, gonna guess 11, no, 12 doesn't hit. Not this one, no. Okay. He is also going to take the dash action. Is going to continue to back away. And there, there's something There's something about it as the fire begins to slowly destroy the ooze and, and part of the, uh, the ground underneath it as it moves through the grasslands and begins to burn some of the dried foliage. It looks like where its face is, Something is trying to escape the ooze. That will be that turn. The two jellies are going to slowly but surely make their way over, and this will take us to Tadar. The when you said something's trying to escape, you mean the like the smaller one? The smaller one, yes. Something looks like it's trying to escape. Oh, weird. Hmm. Can I shoot the humanoid one that's running away? Absolutely. All right. I want to peek out from behind my tree and try to put an arrow in his back. Aim shot. Uh, 22. 22 hit. Aha. 16 damage. Nice. Arrow goes out, uh, hits this creature square there, the thing that's trying to escape, and it dies. And then, do I have to re try to rehide from the other oozes after attacking? Yes. Normally, uh, with smart creatures, you can't hide in the same place twice. Oh, but yeah. I think for oozes, they're, they're pretty, pretty dumb. Oh, it's a natural one. <laughs> Not that dumb. They don't have eyes, but they see you. Okay. I just realized I wouldn't be able to hide anyway because I used my bonus action. So never mind. Okay. They just see me. They're just like, there he is. That's it. Arnar, you are up. Yay. Um, I want to break free. Hey, you can use your action and make a DC 12 strength check. Oh, 12. Easy. Strength. I'm going to... You fail. <laughs> I'm a plus three. All right, here we go. Uh, 12, 15. You can get out. Nice. Yeah, I, uh... You can, you can place yourself within five feet of the cube. Squeeze myself out of it. That was not pleasant. And then, uh... Well, I honestly didn't think I was going to make it out of there. Don't really have anything useful to do for a bonus action. So, I'm just going to kind of chill here and hope it doesn't do the same thing again. <laughs> Sounds good. 
actually, actually, wait, 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 wait. I guess I'll activate the the shard to my sword. Cause why not? Let's see how um you know want to put this to use. Yeah, my voice correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. Bonus action, movement. Yeah, movement too. No, I think I'm gonna stay here because I'm gonna get attacked if I try to move, and I'm gonna want to hit him back anyway. Sounds good. Val, you are up. Should we keep the rabbit? <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. I'm gonna run up here, and I'm gonna hit the ooze again. Okay. Holding the rabbit. Yep. Fourteen. Fourteen will hit. And sixteen. Sixteen will hit. Seventeen points of damage. If this jelly turns into this gross water, so it loses its form and spreads out onto the ground. Ugh, don't step in that. Yay! I killed something. And then I'm gonna go and patient defense. Patient defense. Okay, cool. Well, this cube is going to force his way into both Rythan's and Arnar's space. Oh, we could do that again. Doing the same thing he did. Do same thing he did before. You're in the goo. You're in the goo. Can this episode be called "In the Goo"? Uh, absolutely. Well, Rythan's gonna get screwed if Rythan gets stuck. Seventeen to your dex defense. Uh. Yes. 14. Ah, well, no, that, that gets me. Wait. I am stuck. Nope, I'm good. I got 16. So 17 hits you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 13, 13 acid damage, and that will end that turn. We do have the jelly in front of Val. I do not have any, have any cool engulf abilities, but we will at least try to attack Val at disadvantage. Seven to hit. That does not hit. This will take us to Tadar. Can I shoot the large cube through the tree in front of me? The cube? Yeah, you can do that. It's tall enough where you can see over it, but you also see Arnar and Rythan kind of kind of floating. Yeah, can I try to put an arrow like in between them? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do that. Don't hit me! With an aim shot. Uh, 20. 20 hits. You're, you're, you're a rogue, right? Yeah. Is this kind of sneak attack? <laughs> well, I just did an aim shot, so I get advantage. Oh, you but get it. But it would okay. because you're uh, next to the cube. Or inside the cube. <laughs> or inside. 19. 19 damage? Perfect. Yeah, I rolled big. Yeah, uh, so the arrow goes through. You aim the perfect shot, and Rythan and Arnar can now see this arrow floating in between them. <laughs> and then they, they see the arrow melt, and they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the arrow would disintegrate. Uh, that's exciting. So to aim shot, it takes your movement and your bonus? Uh, yeah. Cool, so that are your three actions. Arnar, you are up. All right. What would be, you know, the normal move is to get out. But we're not going to do that. Instead... Bonus action, fighting spirit, gives me advantage, cancels out disadvantage. I'm going to attack it from the inside. Okay. And screw it, great weapon master. Got it. There we go, that's a 19 plus stuff, I'm assuming that hits. Yep. 2d6, oh, and a d4, because I did the thing, plus 10, plus 4, so uh, 7 plus 14, 21. Nice. Dope. I imagine that you hit this thing and like sonic energy is supposed to come out, but you just see this cube rippling with the sound as it absorbs it. Just kind of 
swing my sword through it, hitting like one of like the other pieces of whatever it swallowed. And then just you hear a <laughs> just like thunder, like pulsating through the gel. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That was a uh, sick and I'm going to, I'll do it again. Ooh, eight, I'm doing good. So 18 plus two, 20. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm assuming a 20 hits. You didn't say it, but I'm going to guess. 20 hits. Why do I keep thinking I can reroll? That's not this thing. Because you, ha you have the fighting style, Great Weapon Master. Or great uh, weapon that's what it was. Yeah, I do have that. So I can reroll <laughs> this one. Could have rerolled those two twos, but whatever. Four, that's a lot better. So that's seven plus another four. That's 11. 25. Nice. Good hit. Still up, Dude, though. I have a, why do I not always Great Weapon Master? Mm -hmm. I'm scared to miss. Yeah, that's exactly you, it. You, you have advantage. <laughs> I get advantage a lot, yeah, but yeah. Nice. And gives me temp HP. It's very important. For when it inevitably hurts me again. Cool. That will be it for me. I was really hoping that'd kill it, but that did not. Uh, it's pretty close. I didn't say that. <laughs> mm, action search! <laughs> it sounded like that was the end of your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered that action search, I forgot. Yeah, I, this yeah. is the only time I've ever played a fighter. <laughs> you had this character for like a year. Well, yeah, well, you know, yeah, well, you know, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead and um, action search. You have advantage. You're my hero. Oh. <laughs> Hey, you know what? That's not gonna hit. What is it? A two plus two? Probably not gonna hit. Wow, you missed. You couldn't get the momentum on that strike. Yeah. Uh, all right. My last one now. <sighs> Nine doesn't hit either. Nine hits. <laughs> Nine hits? Yes, sir. No. What? Really? AC6. Gelatinous cube. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. All right. In that case, how did I miss that last one? Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> 2d6 and a d4 again. Another one. Reroll that one. It's a two. Okay, it's still better. Eight plus 14. 22? Alright, this just this cube dissolves. Yeah, so basically that's just Arnar going swing like a madman, just slicing <laughs> into it, just taking chunks off from the inside. <laughs> or right and ducking out of the way. Until eventually, I guess it just loses its viscosity? Yeah. It just kind of melts away, and it's still just Arnar just swinging as it's melting away, even though it's though he's free now. Yeah, this this is not for the final episode, but at the start of its turn, it would have done 66 acid. 6d6? Six 6d6. Six okay. And then I would have went up and tried to grab Tadar in it. Ah! I was looking forward to that, but, you know. I didn't die this up combat! Yay! I mean, there's still time. So, yeah. <laughs> Arnar's just panting now. <sighs> I hate that thing. <laughs> now that's it. I've used up, like, all my features. Stop second wind. I do. But you don't have a bonus action for it. I do not. You have movement. Would you like to move? Yeah, you know, might as well. Uh, I will move as close as I can to the other one to try to help my new pal, Val. <laughs> I don't believe I'll be able to reach. I will not be able to reach all the way to her with 30 feet. That's all right. Val, you are up. I'm going to punch it twice in the goo. <laughs> Just twice right right in the goo stem. That's a two plus seven. That's a nine. Nine hits. Okay, and nine plus a 16. 16 hits. Who would have thought it would be easy to hit a bunch of huge, slow-moving blobs? That is 19 points of damage. 
Dang, you don't even gotta do a bunch of extra stuff like me. Bonus action and movement. Bonus action, I'm gonna stay and I'm not gonna move. So I'm just gonna stay with it as it is. You can take a bonus action and make a punch for free. Oh, okay, yeah. I will punch a third time. That hits. Five plus seven. Yep. So six more points of damage. Nice. Just gonna make a little little note for myself. Uh, next one, plate armor wearing knights. And then, um, great. <laughs> Goo in plate armor. Goo in plate armor. Now, I know no one can see it, but this uh, ooze goo thing, it looks like, uh, you know, the, the Pokemon muck. <laughs> it just looks like that, but brown. And without eyeballs. You know, that's yep. his hand. He got his hand out, you know what I mean? That was the goo stem I punched. <laughs> so sh- It's so shiny and viscous. Great. Right then, your turn. All right, so after dropping down to the ground, I'm going to pick myself up and hold, uh, put my hand over my arm as there's an acid burn on it now. I'm going to point at this uh, mud thing that's still left, and a fire bolt is going to come out of my imp's head and shoot towards it. Okay. Well, that's... Uh, it hits. It's 9 plus 7. Okay. Which one's the D10? It's the one that has 10 sides to it. You're welcome. Okay. 12 fire damage. 12 fire damage. Nice. And I'm going to curse under my breath, and that's the end of my turn. Perfect. So this uh, this jelly is going to try to attack Val again. It's that normal. Ah, 22. That hits. You're going to take 10 bludgeoning damage and 5 acid, so 15 total. So it's going to come in there, and it's finally going to like give you this, this hug, and you're going to do this, and you can feel this uh, goo touching your skin. And at this point, Arnar can look at Val, as her eyes also begin to turn into this black color, much like the rabbit she is still holding. What? How, how's the rabbit? Does the rabbit get hit? Rabbit's fun. That would never hurt the rabbit Whew. again. <laughs> again? What? This will take us to Tadar. Well, uh, Tadar had a shot lined up on the big cube, but it melted, so he just kind of shrugs and goes, okay, and then does a quick turn to shoot the goo that's attacking Val. Oh, it's a natural one and a 16. 16 will hit. Oh, that's a lot of ones. 12 damage. All right, describe the kill. Nice. Uh, whatever part is, like, touching Val and making her eyes go weird, I Tadar shoots the arrow to try to, like, sever the limb. Nice. The combat's over. Hey, good job, everyone. That went, that went great, you know? And I see... So, all right, now you said Val's eyes were doing the weird black thing, right? Yeah, can I see? No. <laughs> yeah, you can see. So, oh, okay. uh, your eyes are black, and it'll slowly begin to regain its color over the course of five minutes or so. Uh, look at me. Hey, look at me real quick. Yeah, yeah. Yep, can see you. Are you feeling any different? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, like, rage. I feel, no, I feel nothing different. I feel nothing your, different. Your eyes are, I, uh... Stick my sword in the ground, you know, nice and freshly polished off. I go, can you see yourself real quick in here? And I can see if she can look at, uh, just get her to look into uh, the sword like a mirror. A bad mirror, but one nonetheless. Um, here, let me, let me try. And I look into the sword real quick. Can I see my reflection? Yeah, so you can see that your eyes are black. Ooh, cool. I- Cool. Don't know how cool it's gonna it works, be. This 
doesn't go away. It works real well with my hair, though. You've got to admit. It's a good look. I won't lie. But I am concerned about what is farther in this forest. If these things... Tadar, is this... Are these normal here? I mean, there's supposedly a lot of weird stuff in these woods. So... For us, no, it is not normal. For the woods, it is probably normal, but I don't know what it is. So these don't exist? No. In other parts of your country, just roaming about? Yeah, no, this doesn't happen. Hmm. It's good to hear that we won't run to these other way, other places, but bad to hear that these are strange things. Can I pull out the bunny? Yeah, you can pull out the bunny. Are, are their eyes still black? Yes, the eyes are still black. Can I put it in front of the sword? Be like, can you see yourself, bunny? <laughs> I don't think it understands what you're saying. I, I, I don't know. Bunnies can be very smart. I think it understands. Also, it probably just thinks it's another rabbit. Oh, that might scare it. Okay. Well, I'll I'll kind of tie up the bunny in like a makeshift <laughs> like like sack from my torn pants from the the um the fence and just have like a little bunny carrier on my side. What is your plan with this? I thought we were going to follow the rabbit and see where it went, but I think it's just a regular rabbit that's been messed with by these oozes. What's your plan with it now? Well, maybe it can lead us somewhere. I mean, I can always put it down and chase it again. Or, um, I mean, later if we get really hungry and we're all out here by ourselves. A little morbid that you're being a little buddy-buddy with it, and then you're gonna... All right, fair enough. I mean... You've got to eat sometime. I mean, I don't know if we want to eat a black-eyed rabbit, but, I mean, at least we've got a rabbit. I can put it down and we can chase it. I've only ever had black-eyed peas. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've never had black-eyed peas. (laughs) What are those? Dumb joke for the day. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, do you think these... Actually, uh, Arnara walks over to the weird one, the person-sized one. Yeah. Is there, you said there was something inside it? Is that still there? You take a look and you see an arrow has went through what looks to be a pixie. Hmm. Well, damn. Wait, straight up pixie? Straight up pixie. Seems to be, look, it seems to be a very, very small looking humanoid creature. Slightly greenish skin, has wings and maybe like a staff of some sort. Almost like butterfly wings on the back. <laughs> I'm assuming it's uh, super dead. Yeah. Does it look like it was like decomposing and like already dead? Or the arrow did the job? The arrow, it looks like it's decomposing. However, the arrow did do the job. Hmm. Like the arrow is definitely the killing blow here. Unless it just was was something else. I scoop it up to bring it back to everyone else. Good news and bad news. Good news. They, the stories we're chasing do exist. And I show everyone. The pixie. Bad news. Our first lead is dead. Arnar, can I see that for a second? Please don't do anything weird. I'm not. It's just let me see it. Does he do a lot of weird stuff? I hand it over. He just yeah. Mm. Does this pixie look like it's familiar, or is it completely different uh, type of creature that I have never seen before? You have seen a pixie. Oh, I take that back. You might not have seen a pixie, but you have seen I've seen a lot of weird sh- stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you've seen fake creatures before. This definitely looks like a fake creature. I don't know if Rythan specifically has seen a pixie or not. No, but it's not sure if you had that kind of adventure, but you've read about it in school. Arnar, 
It's kind of reminds me of a fey creature from our area. I don't think I've ever come across one, but if, I mean, we've all heard fairy tales. Little tiny person in green, little butterfly wings. I'd say that fits a description, yeah. Well, I suppose the best thing to do now is bury it. I'm going to hold on to it for a second. Uh, I'm going to do uh, a ritual while you guys can look around, see if you can find anything. Maybe maybe we shouldn't hold on to this thing in case we run into more and they don't appreciate the fact where they probably would assume the worst. I would assume the worst. True. But it could also help us get out of whatever that might come up. Mm. Well, do whatever you're doing. So again, I'll pull out my spell book. But as soon as I pull it out this time, a green flame ring is going to form around me and uh, all the color will go away and I will see if I can detect any magic that I haven't detected before now that I know what my party members are radiating. The pixie is slowly losing all its magic because it's dead, but you do have a sense that uh, there is magic that is fleeting from it. Is there a like a trail or something? A magic, tra- like a trail of pixie dust I can pick up? <laughs> or is it just fleeting from the pixie? Nah, that's too easy. Yeah, I figured as much. Does uh, the rabbit in uh, Val give off anything? Oh, that's a good point. No. The oozes do not seem to give off any magic and anything affected by the oozes by extension. Okay. So I'll spend my 10 minutes doing that. Dar, do you see any trails about that we can follow? What, like pixie trails or slime trails? What are we talking about? If you can find a trail that a pixie would leave, I'm all for it, but I don't know. I'm not really the woodsman like you are. I mean, I can't, but that's why I'm asking. I mean, do we want... I can probably track where the oozes came from. They're big and gross. If we could track where the pixie ooze came from. The dead pixie. If that if that particular ooze came from somewhere else than the other ones, maybe we can find another trail? Yeah, I can do that. Sounds like a plan. And we'll fade to black here. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Scald's Tale Entertainment, LLC.